Rishi Sunak took office this week with a pledge to the nation. Trust is earned, and I will earn yours. So let's take a look at the new cabinet's record on honesty. Unemployment is down, and employment is up. While unemployment was and is down, the part about employment was incorrect when Miss Coffee made the claim in April, and it's still incorrect now. In the two-year period she was talking about, the number of people in employment fell by 580,000. A similar claim, which was also false, was made by Home Secretary Suella Braverman. Neither corrected their claims. 97% of the PPE that we procured was high quality, was usable and was used on the front line. This claim is misleading. The Department of Health and Social Care has said that 97% of PPE procured may have been usable in some capacity but £2.6 billion of this was deemed not suitable for use within the health and social care sector, and so it couldn't reasonably be described as on the front line, as Mr Gove said. When we both worked in the Treasury, myself and other ministers raised the issue of COVID loan fraud, and you dismissed us and it has cost taxpayers £17 billion. This is incorrect. The £17 billion figure is the estimate for the total money lost from various loan schemes designed to support businesses during the pandemic. Much of this was lost in good faith, such as by businesses who were unable to repay loans. Fraud specifically is estimated to have accounted for £4.9 billion of this loss. If the Prime Minister is serious about earning the public's trust, he should set an example when it comes to honest politics and make sure his team does the same. Away from UK politics, you and millions of others may well have seen a viral video from Dutch MEP Rob Rose. In a COVID hearing in the European Parliament, one of the Pfizer directors just admitted to me, at the time of introduction, the vaccine had never been tested on stopping the transmission of the virus. This is missing important context. Despite describing this as breaking news, this fact was already in the public domain. The primary aim of the vaccine study was to see whether it was effective at reducing symptomatic infection. If you cast your mind back to the end of 2020, you might remember that in the trial there were eight cases of symptomatic COVID found among vaccinated trialists and 162 among those given the placebo, indicating the vaccine was 95% effective. It was never a secret that this trial investigated efficacy, not transmission. Upon emergency approval of the vaccine on the 11th of December 2020, the FDA said there was no evidence that the vaccine prevents transmission of SARS-CoV-2 from person to person. The WHO said similar, as did Pfizer's CEO. But what's really important to take note of is the difference between the technical definition of transmission used by Pfizer and the FDA and a more colloquial understanding of infection. Pfizer's trial didn't look at whether or not infected people were more or less likely to pass the virus onto someone else based on whether they were vaccinated or not, but the trial did show that vaccination would lower your risk of being infected in the first place and so would reduce the level of transmission. As the UKHSA noted, uninfected individuals cannot transmit. Therefore, the vaccines are also effective at preventing transmission. As it turns out, the vaccines did reduce levels of transmission. This was found in some early real-world studies in the UK and Israel following the rollout. Later studies found them less effective at preventing transmission of the Delta and Omicron variants, however. That's all from us this week. I'll be back with more of our independent, impartial fact-checks at the same time next Saturday morning.